0: Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome back into, sadly, our last stretch of consecutive Shaddy Sanities. I will be back. I will be back in in the host chair, but I will be transitioning back to co-hosts here to start the NFL season, but... We're not at that point yet, folks. And we have one more NFL preview to do. We methodically scheduled these out to lead right up until the day,
2: the day, the NFL season starts. And I am, I am so thrilled to be joined
1: by my co-host, Caleb Lynn. We are going to do this show solo tonight. We are very excited to do this. Caleb, welcome in, man. Welcome back in. Well, look, I mean, the timing.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, we we, I'm not gonna apologize. We nailed this timing. I mean, we just we we methodically tried to time all this out, put ourselves in positions where we can make every week content, you know, as much content as possible. We got lucky on some news breaks that went in our favor at the right time. Absolutely, we got in. You know, and it was like it was in terms of organization. It was high level, but, you know, I'll be honest, uh, Bryce, I'm, I'm excited for this division because I have no freaking idea what you're going to pick.
2: Ah, see, I may not even know what I'm going
0: to pick. So I, I'm excited because I have no idea what you're going to pick. And I think it's going to literally take me this discussion to figure out who I'm going to pick. I don't have it. I don't have it set. I think it's going to be a discussion based thing. And I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to go with this, 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 this.
1: That means I may, I may have some say in your choice then. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. And, And the division that Caleb is talking about, we are talking about the NFC North division. And again, this is very timely folks, because the lions kick off the season against the chiefs. Now I'm not leading with the lions because I'm not a schmuck. Okay, only a schmuck would, would tie in his lead with the first team that we're talking
2: about. So we're not going to do that. We're going to divert. And we're going to start with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Caleb,
1: I, I, before we get into this, I'm very disappointed in you. Because I feel like you have turned against me. You've betrayed me. You've stabbed me in the back and left me to die in the middle of the street With Kirk Cousins, who you were on with me last year. You you were 100% right. And you have turned away from me. I will go down with the ship. You can. I am still on Kirk Cousins. I am still with him and with with O'Connell. It's the second year going into it. You're right. You're right. But before we get into it, I need to recap their offseason. Um. Key departures are the name of the game for the Vikings. So I'm going to lead with those. Normally I do pickups. I think it's more important to do departures here um, because they they let a lot of people walk. Adam Thielen, gone. Dalvin Cook, cut. Sidarius Smith, gone. Dalvin Tomlinson, gone. Eric Kendricks, gone. Patrick Peterson, I'm sure they were fine with him walking. Irv Smith, fine with him walking because they have Hawkinson and just gave him the bag, all gone. And they really did. I don't feel like they, they did something in free agency. Yeah, they, they got Dean Lowry from the Packers, solid D lineman, Marcus Davenport for the Saints, who I like. Byron Murphy from the Cards. I don't know that he's fully reached his potential yet. And then they drafted the talented wide receiver from USC in the first round, Jordan Addison, to, uh, to go opposite Justin Jefferson, which I
2: think is fantastic. So, Caleb, second year with O'Connell. How do you feel about the Vikings this year? All
0: right. I mean, here. so I, I address the Cousins thing because you're 100% right. Everything you said is 100% right. You're 100% right. I am off on Cousins. You're 100% right. I, I am. I, I, I'll be honest, Bryce. I, I, The last two years, I just thought that team had way too much talent to
2: not go farther in the playoffs than they did i mean i thought they had a top five running back i thought they had a top five wide receiver
0: i thought their receiving duo was really good i thought their defense had some talent and i thought o'connell was going to come in there and, and really kick it up a notch granted you know they won the games they won them efficiently but
2: in the second half of the year especially I just thought that there were so many moments where Kirk Cousins
0: just left me wanting more. He just, he left me wanting more. I didn't feel like he, he played to the level that, that he needed to play. And like, I understand, like, and I understand if you were able to counter and say, okay, what about Dak Prescott? I understand that. But when I'm looking at a guy like Cousins, I just think at this point in his career, he's a little older. Like, I just would think that some of this, like, and I'm not of the belief. I'm not I'll hang on to the whole like cousin sucks on primetime thing. I think that's lame. There, I just think it's lame. I just think well, it's lame. quarterback. The show proved it is it, lame. It, it, it's 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 just a it's just a very lame narrative to do that. Um, but but what I look at with cousins is he he to me he just left me wanting more all of last year. Now you're looking at this season and I, I mean, I just don't, I do not, I get it from a financial perspective, but I just don't understand like Diamond a walk out the building. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I, I won't get it. I don't care. I won't get it.
1: Well, they Doesn't were in salary cap hell. That, that's why all these, these big names are going out the door. They, they overpay or they, they were in trouble and they had to cut some fat and these luxury players that they had, they can no longer afford
0: but when I'm talking about a player, I mean, Rice, like I, I when I when I thought about Minnesota down the stretch, I wasn't thinking Kirk Cousins 50 times a game, Bryce. I, I sure. was thinking how can I get the ball to Dalvin? How can he melt the clock? How can he make plays happen? And you know, I mean, I, I'm looking at their contracts now, and I don't necessarily hate their contracts. But well, not I, now, I, I don't know. Not now. But I mean, like I, I just I look at this Minnesota team as I do think they're going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to suck, um, but my my concerns are really are, are going to stem from the from cousins and from the defense. I, I don't think this defense got any better. I don't think this defense has gotten any better. Um, I, I think they let too many guys, too many guys go out the window, and then uh, Bryce, I thought they let too many leaders go out the window. Um, I understand Hendricks isn't the same guy, isn't that elite level guy. Um, But, I mean, he was a guy that you could always say, hey, he's a Minnesota Viking. He's a Minnesota Viking. You just knew it. No if ands, or buts. You knew that he was. And I'm not really sure they did enough to improve that. Um, And I look at the line, and they didn't, I mean, I think the D-line's atrocious, especially in the middle. You're banking on Daniil Hunter to come out, you know, have a really nice healthy season, which granted, when he is healthy, he's a tank. But there are moments where that guy just cannot stay healthy. Um, I mean, my my concern is this defense. I think this defense is gonna get used all year. And I I don't think they're gonna be able to stay and keep the offense in games for them to win.
1: See, but that's my argument for last year. I feel like that was, that was the shortcoming of this team is the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. And, and the offense was, you know, pulling their weight for most of the game. And this defense w- was just atrocious. Now, here's what I will say. Yes, they okay. lost some guys, this defense. But coaching also matters, Caleb. And I forgot to mention this. They added a defensive coordinator this offseason. Brian right. Flores. yeah right. right. and that makes a difference. yep. that makes a difference in my You're opinion. Right. And, and yes, there are holes in this defense. I think that secondary is questionable. Uh-huh. very questionable. Uh-huh I am more worried about the secondary than I am that front seven um there. I mean Harrison Smith is still there fine. Byron Murphy is still a work in progress like he's a fine cornerback, but he's not a top cornerback. I think he's got the potential to get there, but he is not there. I agree. I mean, offensively, another year in this O'Connell system, you add, you you replace Adam Thielen, who's in his 30s, with a Jordan Addison rookie who was in an explosive offense last season in college with Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, who's played with Kenny Pickett at Pitt Fair. as well. Fair. Uh, they just gave Hawkinson the bag. You get a full offseason with Hawkinson, uh, you know, and you get a little more time with him. This O-line is solid. I'm about to say, I
0: think that's, Very that's the argument, right? That's the key for me. If you're gonna, if you're high on the Vikings, like, I think this is the, I, I would argue that's the reason. You you like their offensive line. I mean, the talent on this
1: offensive line is crazy. Yeah, and it matters. and And, I mean, with that offensive line, you know Madison and Chandler. I mean, we've seen what Madison can do. We know Madison is talented. He's not a scrub running back. And and I have another argument here for you, Caleb, because as I've gone
2: through these these previews with each of these teams, I'm kind of noticing a trend. I'm kind of noticing the the
1: Kansas City Chiefs trend. Okay, and that is. We don't need to pay a running back, our quarterback, offensive line matter. And we just need a handful of playmakers on defense and a good defensive coordinator, you
2: know, with a good scheme, good game plan to get us through these games. And maybe we'll go far. I, it, it's it's worked. We, we've seen it work for multiple teams, not just Kansas City. But yeah. just
1: lately, that's what we've seen. Like the blueprint is there. It's can you execute? Here's
2: the thing. No one else has Patrick Mahomes, though. That's the difference. Yeah. So
1: I, I I don't I don't hate the approach. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash him too much because other teams that are doing this. Sure. Not not just the Minnesota Vikings. And I understand the names are walking out the door. But let's look internally. Let's look and see what the direction out they're trying to go here. That would be my only argument. I think they're an intriguing team. In fact, I think they're they're a little underrated at this point now. Well, I mean, here's, here's
0: I will say this. I think people are slamming the whole close games as a fluke narrative to a point that it's stupid. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's realistic that they're going to go undefeated in that again. Okay, but there, there's no reason to sit there and say that they can't go you know, five and two in, in close games again. Sure. And sure. and that might get you an opportunity to, to clinch the, the division. It might give you an opportunity to still do that. I, I, I think there, when I'm looking at the offense, right. I, again, it's, it's the consistency of cousins. I just flat out don't think Alex Dander Madison is a lead running back. And I think they are going to have to get some production from somebody else. To make me feel better about their run game. I don't think Madison sucks. I just think I need some more stability at that position. I mean, it's one thing, Bryce, to do this in a three-game stretch, which is what he's done. It's one thing to do this in a four-game stretch when your running back's hurt. But when you're doing this for a full season, it's different. It just is. And I, I and, and I don't think that this team, unless Chandler is better than I realize, can get to that level in the ground game. When I look at their passing attack, Bryce, I'll be honest. I know this is going to sound really obscure, and I don't care. But you didn't even mention a guy that I think is going to be the key to their passing. I mean, I okay. think it's got to be KJ Osborne.
2: No, oh, come I, on.
0: I, I really do. No, I think they're going to have to go. Yes, Bryce. Yes, Bryce. They're, yes, they have to be effective on all three. They have to be effective on all three levels. They got to have three legitimate wide receiver weapons to t- spread out. Get cousins the ball. They had so many times last year where you knew that. Now, granted, Justin is so good where it didn't matter sometimes that you knew where the ball was going. But at the same time, if I'm if I'm a defense, I am just absolutely loading everything I have onto him, and I'm saying beat me. I'm saying beat me, and I I think a guy like KJ Osborne is going to have to win them some games. I'm not saying he's got to be an 800 yard receiver. I'm not saying he's got to be a 700 yard receiver. But I'm saying he's going to have to win some games for this team by the slot. And he did that a little bit against Detroit. He made that great catch uh, Mm -hmm. uh, to put them away. But I I need to see, I think he is a legitimate factor in what their season can be and what their offensive passing attack could look like. Because I'm not as sure, I'm not,
2: it's just so similar to last year's team for me. It's so similar. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think they got better offensively, really do. The line's legit. I won't back you. I won't I won't sit there.
1: Addison Addison is is a, you're underrating the Addison edition.
2: Maybe I am. You're right. Because Thielen, yeah. Thielen, didn't barely did anything for this team. It was old JJ. Uh, so all right,
0: I'm about to tease something. We we've got a we've got a we've got a betting pot. We got a betting podcast coming out. Zach and I do back shoulder fade. We talked about rookie wide receivers. And a bet I made with rookie wide receivers, Bryce, was that Zay Flowers is going to have the most rookie receiving yards in Nashville bowling.
1: Okay, that's fine. And I and think, I'm No, 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 no. I'm saying,
0: do you think Jordan Addison, do you th- like what's the expectation here? Like, do you think he's going to be the best rookie wide receiver? Do you think he's going to get 800 yards? Like, I'm not as, I don't really have a number or I don't know what my expectations are. For 700 him. yards, five touchdowns. And then Hawkinson just just kills it. Your primary guy just just kills it for you. I just I, like that's kind of you're because you, you gotta I mean, he wasn't I mean, in Detroit, you know, he was like their second, you know, the secondish yeah. guy, thirdish guy. He's in a prominent role now
2: in Minnesota, but even then, like, I just I don't know, man. I it kind of confuses me. I'm not gonna lie. like like Hawkinson very good tight end, right? very. But even last season, and I know that Irv Smith wasn't healthy, but they really weren't looking for tight ends. It was a lot of Justin Jefferson. That's, that's fine. Like yeah. and I is a lot. he was a lot. is he worth the
1: bag? Yes, but are you going to get the value out of the bag that you just gave? I'm not sure. Like I am not as high on Hawkinson as as other people especially when it comes to fantasy like like is he a a, a viable fantasy option absolutely 100% sure. but there are other guys that that I think are going to get more usage out of the tight end position than hawkinson this year and i may be wrong i mean it it would be unusual for you to pay a guy that much money and then just flat out not use him enough
2: um but i mean when you have justin jefferson arguably the best wide receiver in the league yep
1: you're right. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's a
2: wait and see for me. And that's You're a wait right. and see for me. But I mean, Killer, I mean, do you feel like this is a playoff team? Um, I'll tell you this. I lean no. They have the potential to be. Wouldn't stun me if they made it. In my but opinion, I, I, but I just I I lean, I lean no. Here's what I'll say. I would say, by my calculations, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going off with Vegas. I didn't even look.
1: Didn't even look at mm-hmm. Vegas. said. they have the best percentage in my mind. They have the best chance of making the playoffs out of that division. And I'm not saying winning oh. the division.
2: They it, to me. This is the this is this team wow. has the best chance to make the playoffs out of this division. Wow! Uh, now, okay. now, that wow. I'm not letting that affect now, now I'm you, still going to do you my rankings.
0: You trust them more.
1: I do. I I'm going to do my ranking. We're going to do obviously our rankings
2: later. Yeah. So I, I'll wait for that. But I do I, I still like this
1: team, man. i I think they they might uh they might be figuring
2: it out.
0: yeah, it wouldn't stun me if this team made the playoffs. But you know, push comes to shove. I mean i I, I we just talked about it last week. I, I would take the Giants over this team. I would take I would take the Giants over this team. I would take the Cowboys or the Eagles over this team, depending on how you see fit. I would, I would take the Niners and the Seahawks on this team. At that point, I'm looking at, I'm looking at those are my three, and and I, and the path that I see for the Minnesota would be nine and eight, potentially
2: sneaking in the division, which it would stun me, but I, I wouldn't make that bet. I wouldn't make that bet. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't, I don't love this team near as much as I did last year, and you know I was all over this team last year. I yeah. I didn't I didn't like I don't like this team as much. As hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: Interesting. Okay. Well, before we transition to the next scene, we're gonna mix in a little bit of news. Go ahead. So Cooper Cup um has now been declared out for Week One due to this hamstring injury uh, that he tweaked. Uh, miss most of camp. Miss all preseason. Was on track. Tweaked it. Now seeing a specialist. Sean Sean McVay says that. Uh, the ir is a possibility for cup. Caleb in my opinion the rams are sunk without cup and this seems to be a longer term deal. Uh, what's your reaction to this?
0: Uh, you look at the sports book and see what their odds are for worst regular season record. Cuz i mean i think this team is I mean, I agree with you. I think this team is going to be in real trouble offensively. I mean we're, we're looking at a guy like Van Jefferson, who you and I like as a like primary option with a run game that's 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 shaky. I mean, obviously, we've seen Cam's talent, but you're about to let him walk out the door last year. And all of a sudden, now you're just bringing him back and you're trying to hype him up. You're trying to talk about him like he's this great back. I mean, look, I, I'm just this this seems so dysfunctional. And I think this might be the beginning. You know, I I would like to see Cooper back. He's an awesome player. He's unguardable. Um, But I think this might be just the start of this Rams season. I think it could come down the cliff. Uh, Price, it wouldn't even shock me if Donald retired mid-year. Like, I just think this team is just going to go down the ship. I mean, hard. It's it's uh, not great. And and I don't really know what you can do about it. Like, Here's what I'll say. With the Rams, like, I think they made a sacrifice. They're in L.A. And I think they've realized they had an opportunity to win at Super Bowl and they tried to stack the talent up. They tried to stack the talent up for like oh, a yeah. two, three at the three, which would I would do I think that what they did was wrong? No. Uh, but this is just part of it. It's how the business works. You're you're gonna have moments where you suck like this, and that's just that's how I think the Rams are. I think they're gonna have to take a couple of years to figure it out. Um, because those are the decisions that they made, right or wrong. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um here hey speaking of betting, I'll give you a bet then uh whenever it goes live. I try to look it up today. Whatever the Higby receiving yards, though, you hammer that over, Caleb. You hammer that over. Yeah, I'll probably get him. For football. Higby. I try to convince Zach this. He still thinks Higby sucks. Well,
2: he he's doesn't wrong.
1: suck enough tonight. He's de- he's dead wrong. Him and Zach, Stafford Zach have a connection.
0: Zach is very weird on it. He hates he's on really Higby weird. for no reason. He's it's very a joke. Weird. I will, I will, I'm not gonna defend my uh I'm not going to defend him on that. He, he's he's very weird with it. Very weird. Very Higby
1: weird. and Stafford have connection. I stand by it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, probably one of the probably the most hyped team in this division uh, this offseason. And I think there's reason for that. Uh, so before we get into it, let's talk about their offseason a little bit. Um, they added some depth on the offensive line, picking up Graham Glasgow. Uh, From the Broncos. Marvin Jones back with the Lions. I like seeing him in a Lions uniform. I know he's getting older, though. Um, Emmanuel Mosley and Cam Sutton to shore up the secondary. um, And and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, which I think is a big get for them. Uh, They had some linebacker depth with Jalen Reeves-Maven from the Texans. David Montgomery, the new Jamal Williams. Welcome to the Detroit Lions. And then, Caleb, I thought they nailed their draft. Nailed their draft. Jameer Gibbs was at a reach, maybe, but it sounds like they're going to use him a lot. Brian Branch, who had an outstanding camp, kind of a steal, honestly. Uh, Jack Campbell, the linebacker, he's going to start for them, and then Sam Laporta to replace the great T.J. Hawkinson. Um, and honestly, I'm not even I'm not even concerned about what they lost this offseason. They traded away Jeff Acuda. I understand why. Uh, injury prone, really didn't perform, sure. you know, like the number three pick overall. DJ Chark, um a decent bounce back season. Hope he has an even better season uh, in Carolina. I know he's already dealing with injuries though. Jamal Williams gone coming off that 17 touchdown season. Mike Hughes, they showed him the door easily. Uh they traded. They got off DeAndre Swift for Jameer Gibbs. Um, again, another guy that can't stay healthy, and then Deshaun Elliott's. Uh, gone from the safety spot. I think if you can replace him with Gardner Johnson, you have to do it. So, Caleb, I'm like, and this Lions roster, this is looking good. This this, is, this team looks ready to roll, baby.
0: I mean, this offense, look, this offense was sizzling last year. I don't see how that's slowing down. I mean, oh, I'm in year,
1: raw, baby. Second year in the
0: personnel, second year with this personnel, you get a, you know, a nice back in Montgomery to help him out. Gibbs provides them something, you know, dynamic. A young guy that they can rally around here. Um, I think they're trying to get the production from the tight end spot with Laporta. Um, you know, a second round pick, I think that's a fine pick. Uh, the, I mean, the line's disgusting. I mean, their offense oh, is so good. Oh,
1: no, it's so good. Um, oh,
0: yeah. I, but I will say, I mean, there's a couple things I, I, I would push back on with the offense. And, you know, I, I think, you know, St. Brown's legit. He's going to be a number one. We all know this. I, I mean, I. I'm worried about the second passing option on this team. Is it? Is it going to be? Is Marvin going to come out and kill it? I mean, I'm fine vet, but I mean, I don't know if I would be like, hey, like he's going to be my number two, and that's like a slam dunk. He's 33. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would want to put that pressure on him Uh, personally. I've never been a Josh Reynolds guy, so I I look. Reynolds is fine. Reynolds is a fine receiver. No, thank you. Uh, I I look at this. I look at this Lions team. And that's, that's my area of concern. But, you know, I think that's where Gibbs might come in, and I just don't realize. Like, everybody's trying to sit there, Bryce, trying to comp me to comp him to Camara and the way he's going to be used. Like, okay, if that's the way you're going to be used, then that's going to work. You know, because if you're comparing him to Alvin Kamara, Alvin is dang near the Saints' best wide receiver, and he's dang near the best Saints running back. Like, if that's what you're going to tell me Gibbs is going to be, then whatever. That opinion that I just had doesn't matter. Um, but I'm just going to have to see it. And, uh, so there's a lot of just that that's my one concern. Do they have enough passing options? Uh, because I like Chuck, I like Chuck a lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I thought it really stunk, uh, that, that he, he, you know, moved on for them.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Detroit kind of, I mean, Quintus Cephas did it to himself, betting Jameson Williams, Got himself suspended and is hurt again. See, surprise, I'm, I'm, surprise! I'm out on him, and I I, I, I am very out, out, out on Jameson Williams. And, like, dude, and I'm sure the Lions uh, they they have to be frustrated. Oh, they have to be. Oh, what was it? Top five? Uh, I think what it, was it top? What was it? High first round, right? Was it high? First uh round? it might have been first round. I don't know where it might have been first round. Um, it was yeah, pick twelve. I mean, um, that's, I mean, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, show up, dude. Show up. Yeah. I mean, I mean and don't, <sighs> mm. so it, it's got to be irritated. I'm irritated. So I know Dan Campbell's got to be frustrated, irritated uh, with this.
0: You, you, you had Jameson Williams, you had Drake London, you had Garrett Wilson, you had Chris Lava, you had George Perk, you had George Pickett, you had Traylon Burks, like you just Jahan Dotson. Like there's, there's some nice promise at that position, and the Lions might have might've
1: missed the most.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair to say. Yeah. But I mean, they,
1: they've nailed so many other draft picks. They almost get a pass on this one. Honestly. I mean, with Sewell Hutchinson, Gibbs, they, they nailed it on Amon Ra. They got Sam Laporta, who I think is going to be good. There's something about Iowa tight ends, man. There's something about Iowa tight ends. I don't know what it is, but they come out and they are just solid players, just good players. And I've talked about it on this pod before. I mean, George Kittle, Dallas Clark, um, Noah Fant, who really hasn't panned out like we had hoped, Hawkinson. but at some point he was, you know, he was pretty good. And there's others that I'm missing. I know. Hawkinson. Um, Hawkinson, right. I mean, you can't go wrong with an Iowa tight end. No. So I have high expectations for him as well. I think Goff is ready to roll. Um, he's really coming to his own. Yeah. And I think he's established himself. I think he's getting the respect that he deserves from the media. He's just not Sean McVay's poster boy. It is no, it's Jared Goff, the one who beat Aaron Rodgers in a must-win game for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a big-time game.
0: Big-time game from Goff,
1: and I think this defense. I think it got better. Um, I, I I like you know what they did. Um, I mean, this D-line is going to be solid. I like their linebacking core. They, I think they have really good depth um, defensively as well. So, I don't know. I, I mean, the defense was the Achilles heel for them last year. I mean, they would have won a lot more games, and the defense was just a little bit better. And hopefully it's just a little bit better, and they can win some games. But I am hoping for... I, I hope I, everyone is on... The sun god, Amon Ross St. Brown. I am on this train, Caleb. I I think he breaks out massively. Uh he's got a chip on his shoulder, always has since he come into the since he's coming to the NFL. I think he could make a case top ten this year, maybe, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's in the it's in the discussion. It's in the realm. He he's he's that good. I mean, and if he if he plays like he's capable of with golf, I mean. They're they're gonna be sizzling in the pass game. Um my <laughs> I'm gonna push back on a defense. I, I think I think Hutchison is legit. And I think he's gonna be a dominant force this year. A dominant force. Um you could talk to me into the fact that he's the best player in this division and defensively. You could talk me into it. If he he could like by the end of the season, we could talk about that. So, you know, if he plays to that level, that changes a lot. But I, I, the defensive line depth, I'm somewhat skeptical of. Maybe they get something. I mean, I thought they reached on Campbell. But if, if they if, if he ends up starting and he ends up playing somewhat well and just doesn't lose him games, it's not going to matter. Um, The secondary is the key. They obviously tried to invest in their secondary, and if they they play like they're capable, they play to the talent that they can. You know, Joseph with Sutton with Branch, they might get away with it because that is obviously what Detroit thought they needed to do. Because they didn't really mess with the linebackers a ton outside of Campbell, and and the D line is is just somewhat similar. So we'll see, we'll see. I mean, you got to trust Dan. You got to trust in in, uh, in in Campbell. I think and. You know, this they, they're very talented.
2: I understand why they got hyped. Hmm. Over under thirteen touchdowns for David Montgomery this season. I'll take the under. That feels a lot, right? Uh, I mean, Jamal had seventeen. God bless. I, I, I'll 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 go under. That feels like a
1: lot. Yeah, I wonder what the prop is, is. There is, would there be a prop on that? Essentially, uh,
0: I mean, there might be. I'll, I I could look into it, but they, they, they don't.
1: <laughs> that, that feels like
0: a lot. I mean that feels,
1: that feels like a lot saying, for
0: Montgomery. A lot. I, I,
1: I listen, right? I understand. I I understand. Um, let me see. I'm looking to see if I like have anything here. Um,
2: don't really see anything. It's over under? Yeah. Like, wow. What is it? Yes. Yeah, it is so touchdowns for the season? Uh huh. Is it 14, 13, or 13 and a half? Way less. Really? Way less. Like seven? Less. What? Five and a half. Touchdowns on the season.
0: Pretty good bet. I didn't think it'd be that good. I'm not going to lie. I thought What's that, the, I what, what is it for over? Like, what are the odds it's, for well, over? Well, it's, it's heavily juiced to the over. It's minus 156 at five and a half. Oh, come odds. on. Oh, I mean, I, I think five and a half—that's low. That's low. <laughs> that's very low. That is Come really on. low.
1: Come that on.
0: feels very low. It's, but it's I, Incredibly I, low. I I don't know if I would put it at five and a half. I I'm I'm with you there. I I would have put the number higher. That's, that's a, crazy. I mean, I at this point, I mean, you could it. I mean, that's pretty money. But if you if you it, but to me, it's just a little juice. But my, Montgomery, five and a half, steel. I mean, that that's steel. Hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. Okay. So um, as we transition out of the Lions, uh, so this is timely. So the Lions open against the Chiefs tomorrow night. Chris Jones holding out for a new contract. Um, he was seen today delivering Big Macs at the Ronald McDonald House. So doing a little charity work on in, in his free time. But it leads me also, it, it's kind of a two-in-one here, Caleb, because Nick Bosa just got the absolute bag, and rightfully so. I mean, were the Chiefs? was Brett Veach maybe waiting for Bosa to get paid to see what he's going to pay him? Or, I mean, what's going on there? I mean, do you think the, the Chris Jones deal gets done now that Bosa has signed? And I mean, give me your thoughts on, on uh, Chris Jones and Bosa.
0: Um, it's a lot of money for the man. That is a
1: lot of money. Hey, hey, he came in with that bag, baby. Well, that's what, that's what happens when you come to the Ohio state university. So, you get paid, baby. You get paid. How did uh, how does like Paris
0: Campbell or Taquan Lewis? Feel?
1: Hey, Taekwon Lewis has has some injury issues. Paris Campbell is about to explode under table. Okay, okay, all right. Look when it when it when
0: it comes to when it comes to Bolsa, I mean he obviously got paid the bag. A top five defensive player, and I think they recognize that they can't do anything without his talent. And that is just where I don't understand this from Kansas City's perspective. I don't get it at all. But here's the problem, you know. And I also said that with Bryce. I said the same thing about Tyree Kill. I said I thought that they were going to miss Tyreek Hill, and they go on and they win the Super Bowl. Granted, I still think <laughs> they miss Tyreek Kill. I, I I'm not going to go away from that. I still think they miss
1: Tyree Kill. More patented Jets hater, but, uh, Chiefs hater. But Jill at the Lane. same time,
0: but at the same time, it's like okay, like my gut just says you can't lose this guy. I mean, he's your top defensive player. A lot of people think he is the best defensive
2: player in the conference. And, like, your team is not – like, the depth in this defense is not that good, Bryce. They're,
0: they're similar to the Rams in the sense of, you know, when they when McVay teams where they try to center it around stars. And, like, Chris Jones is the Aaron Donald in this case. And I just don't see how you let the – how you don't want to try to make sure that guy plays. What am I missing? What, what am I missing? Is he a bad locker room guy? Is he not as effective? Do they think that he's scheme dependent? Do they not think that he can just go in and do this for any other team? Do, is the league interest on him not as high? I mean, because I, I, I just don't understand this, Bryce. I just don't understand why you're not paying him. I, I, don't, I don't get it. With the way that the defense is built and the way that the Chiefs have, have really stacked their roster, it makes no sense to me why Chris Jones is not getting paid. None.
1: Absolutely
2: none. Uh, hey, listen,
1: I'm I'm with you. It seems like they would do it. I don't know what the number is that Chris Jones wants, uh, but he's not getting it. So I mean, it'll be something to watch. I don't expect him to play Week One, uh, which I think is a massive loss to start your season. Um, not not that they can't overcome it. And now if Kelsey doesn't play, that's a different story. Um, so that'll be something to
2: watch as well. But are they worried about him hitting thirty? Maybe. Maybe I feel like that's lazy, but if that's what they're worried about,
0: then maybe whatever. But still, I mean, like you, I mean, I'm honestly shocked at how little big contracts they have.
1: Like, I, well, I mean that that's the that's their mo. That's been their mo for a while now. They don't really have
0: big contract. Granted, they're no. significantly underpaying Kelsey, but I mean, and, I look, and Mahomes now, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I I think it's a tricky. I just don't understand why you're not bringing that guy back. I, I Especially when
2: you have the
1: money to do so. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be something to watch. All right, Caleb, let's talk about Green Bay Packers. Obviously, massive shakeup there. Uh, I think we're going to start with key departures again. Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Adrian Amos, all gone to the Jets, all four of them. Uh, Dean Lowry also goes to the Vikings, Robert Tunyon goes to the Bears. Jaron Reed goes to the Seahawks. Uh, but the Packers didn't do anything in, you know, in free agency, like at all. Like I looked like hardly anything. Uh, they, they really wanted to go into the draft and, and do better in this draft. I thought it was a joke that they took Van Ness with their first, yeah, Lucas Van Ness with their first round pick. I thought that was an absolute joke. In fact, Caleb, they have him as second shrink. He's not even starting for them. Uh, so it's an absolute joke. I do like the Luke Musgrave pick to get a legitimate tight end in there, one of the most athletic tight ends in the draft. Um, And then the the wide receiver out of Michigan State, Jaden Reed, who could be wide receiver number one uh, this weekend if Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs don't play. So I don't know what that tells you. Um, Not fair to Jordan Love because he's going to be throwing to possibly Jaden Reed, uh, Samari Torre, and Malik Heath. Uh, I don't know who Malik Heath is. Do you, Caleb? Oh gosh. Uh, and he played for Ole Miss. Uh, he's a rookie, so uh, whatever, I guess. Um, uh, however, though, however, Caleb, I will say this. I don't hate this Packers team. I am not expecting them to have the success that, they, that they've had in the past, but I think this is going to be – this is not Jordan Love coming into an absolute crap situation. He has a good coach. He sat behind Aaron Rodgers. He had to have learned something, right? You have a good offensive
2: line. You have good running back tandem behind you. Very good running back tandem. Very good. The defense isn't
1: awful. It's not the worst defense we've ever seen. Yeah, like This is not a bad situation to be in. Again, I do not expect them to just run this division. That is not what I'm
2: saying at all. But this this position could be a lot worse, as we see with right. other quarterbacks. So I, you're right. This is a weird. This is a weird. This is almost a wait and see team for me too.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, but I, can I just slam the book down on something? And Go I'll ahead. eat it. I'll eat it if I'm wrong. I'll okay. Eat it. Okay. Uh, you can miss me on Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs being relevant. See, I think you you're see. wrong. I, I, I think you're wrong on one. I, I, I am not. I think you're I, wrong on, not on this Packer. I am not on this Packer receive. I am not in on this Packer receiving room. I can't. I'm not. Uh, I, I I'm not convinced. I think they're going to have to be a very ground and pound team centered centered around Jones and Dylan. I think Jordan Love maybe throws the ball twenty times a game. That's pushing it. I think this, I just, I think they're going to pound the clock. They're going to melt the clock away. I just think the problem I have with this team, Bryce, maybe it's not even the team, it's the construction and it's the organization. I have absolutely no idea what direction they're going. in. If you have David Bakhtiari and Jenkins and, you know, some of these guys on your offensive line, like I would expect you to try to win right now. Like that's what I would expect, especially with a guy like Bacchiari. Like, it doesn't do me any good to have David Bacchiari's salary and David Bacchiari the way he is in his career with the construction of the Packers offense. I mean, and look, mm. like we want to talk about like in this defense, like I, the the issue with this defense has never been talent. They've just never put it together. Mm. The talent they they will you look all over this team, it's a first round draft pick. Kenny Clark, first round traffic, Yante Wyatt, first round traffic, Quay Walker, first round traffic, Rashawn Gary, John, Alexander, first round everywhere, first round traffic. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's all of it coming. It's the issue has always been can it come together? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think there'll be a fine defense, but I I'm I just I don't know what direction this team is going in. I have no clue. They're the definition of a wait and see. Um I can tell you right now. I know for a fact. I don't have to wait and see because I don't think this team's making a playoffs.
1: Well, no, no. That's not I'm what putting, I'm saying. But I'm putting. I think.
0: No. I think they will be a very competitive team. Low-scoring games for sure. The defense is going to keep them in it. I'm just not as crazy, I, Bryce. What's hard for me to understand is people were sitting there, right? Rogers would be out. Love would come in, and then Love would be horrible. Everybody's sitting there. They're dissing Love. I don't think Love's that good. And all of a sudden, the offseason, Bryce, we just hear this. Oh, Jordan Love's a the quarterback. They picked him in the first round. I wonder how good he is. I wonder how much he learned from Aaron Rodgers.
2: What flipped? What's flipped? Well, he came in last year, and he put together some good drive. He, I mean, he, he led some scoring drives. And, yeah. I mean, here's what I'll say yeah. about the receivers. I You said miss me on both. You can I miss me it. on one.
1: You can miss me on one. You can miss me on Christian Watson. Okay. all right. And here's why. So he is uh, is dealing with another hamstring injury. He is a very injury-prone player. He's already dealt with this in the NFL in the couple years that he's been here. He also dealt with it in college. Romeo Dobbs is struggling with an injury as well. However, I feel like Romeo Dobbs has a chance. I really do. I I like Dobbs. I really, I really do like him. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him, but if if anyone's got a shot, I think it's him, honestly. And, and I mean, for Jordan Love, I'm not, I'm not asking him to be Aaron Rodgers. If if he's a game manager and they win games, I mean, that's all you can ask for, right? You pound the rock with Jones and Dylan, who are still solid. Some people are I, like, they should, should get rid of Jones. No, I'm like, why? No, why? no. Yeah, you can't. Do- or, or I heard that A.J. Dillon could become RB1 by the end of the year. I'm like, on what grounds? Like, did you even watch what? last year with A.J. Dillon? A.J. Dillon barely got
0: touches. Oh, I think he's a little overrated. I don't think he's a bad player, but I, I, I think he's a little overrated. Yeah, I don't know where type, that's coming from. He's the type of back that I do want. I will say this he's the type of back I do want with a quarterback like Jordan Love. Because he can, you know, because he's gonna he's better with the more touches you give him. But I, I'm yeah. not as I, I I think this is a a very good running back duo. That's not I think they're gonna that they're gonna be fine in that regard. Massive t- I want to see LaFleur. I I think he's under the most pressure out of any of these coaches. Can he prove that he can develop guys without Aaron Rodgers? Can he execute at, at, at the level that they need him to? Can they be a seven eight win team? And if they can get around that hump, I, I, I think that's a satisfying season for the Packers.
1: Yeah, Maybe not for the fan so. base
0: because the fan sure. base is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, from a from a third person yeah. from a third person party, I think seven eight wins is fair. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, and if he's better than that, then great. You know, I think that really spe- I think that really speaks to Matt Lafleur's coaching. Agreed. Um, I think he finally. I know they say, you know, he's like, oh, I never was held hostage. You know, I was never, it, you know, Aaron's like, oh, it's, you know, it's Matt's offense. Like, nah, okay, no, I really want to see it now. I want to see if Matt LaFleur can flat Let's out see coach.
2: what LaFleur does. I yeah. want to see if he's
1: learned being a head coach. I, I don't think his seed is hot. I don't think he'll be fired. I like him as a coach. I, I do too. From, from what I can tell, I like him as a coach. Just He's to a guy it. that would get scooped up immediately if yeah. he were let go. Heck yeah. Are you kidding me? Heck yeah. Yeah. The way to just Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What yeah. 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 Well, you know what, Caleb? Speaking of McDee, this is my transition. Oh, no. A little bit of news. So we got to talk Chandler Jones. Uh, I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about it because this is just, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It, I'm, I'm telling Zach, we laughed about it in our office yesterday. It just writes itself, folks. It writes itself. We have been on this. We have been on this since the day he was hired. We, we knew this is gonna, we spelled it out for you. No one like the players, do not like him. He has done things to ruin trust with his players and has ruined organizations. That's unbelievable. This is this is not new. In fact, he's finding new ways to do it. How do you piss off two of your, th- well, let's see, three of your top player, four, four of your top players, actually make it five, make it five of your top players that they have come out publicly
2: disgruntled. Derek Carr, gone. Darren Waller, gone. Josh Jacobs, almost gone. Devontae Adams, possibly gone. And then five, Chandler Jones, who could also possibly be gone. It is incredible, folks. It is
1: incredible. You are unreachable to one of your best players. He can't even work out at you at the facility, the Raiders facility, the one that they spent billions of dollars on to move to Vegas, make this so such an attraction for people in Vegas. And he can't even go in for a workout. He has to go to
2: a normal people gym. You know who belongs at normal people gyms? Normal people like me and Caleb. That's who belongs there. If Chandler Jones is
0: next to us in the workout room or anybody of his physical stature, uh, there's, there's
2: a problem. I'd be I like, mean- I'm would i a better coach than, than Josh McDaniels.
0: Seriously? Well, I mean, look, I I think it's hard to understand how that happens in your organization. I mean, and I I just I mean, look, you you you, you we've talked about it. I mean, our, our podcast has been very clear. We have been low on this hiring from the jump. We've said he's one of the worst coaches in football. We've been very clear on that. We've we've not really backed off that.
2: Um, I, I just think we're seeing the destruction in front of us. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing it in
0: front of us. It's like, I, I mentioned it to you on the deadline pod. Wouldn't or uh, in the, in the AFC West pod would not shock me at all. if This team all of a sudden goes NBA trade deadline on us. Like it would not shock me. I think it's very, I think it's very realistic.
1: Unreal, man. And I,
0: and, and you know, I don't blame any of those players for looking out for looking out for themselves. I really don't. I mean, if Devontae Adams says I want out of there, I mean, who, who am I to say that that's ridiculous? I mean, Who am I? Who who am I to sit there and 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 say that Josh Jacobs uh, shouldn't want out because every other day I hear about Zamir White's progress and yet Josh Jacobs a thousand yards. I mean, like I, I just I think this team is it is an absolute dysfunctional mess. They're and if they're gonna be ran, and honestly, if they're gonna be ran this cheap, like that's the other part of the two. Like, okay, like you made this move, like you decided to go to Vegas, like great, fine. But like, you have to have safety prevents and precaution in place.
2: Like if it doesn't go well, and they basically can't afford to fire McDaniels. So they're stuck. I mean, they're stuck. They're really stuck. Right now, right now, I, I don't see this team
0: being hardly competitive. I really don't.
2: No, no. So, I mean, it'll be something to
1: watch um at the the inner destruction of the Las Vegas Raiders and Josh McDaniels should be last head coaching job in the NFL so we'll we'll see all right Caleb we've made it to the last team
2: of our NFL division previews for the season the Chicago Bears so let's recap their season or their offseason and let's talk about it okay so the
1: Bears traded the number one pick for a haul. And they even got DJ Moore in the hall. A number one weapon for Justin Fields, finally. They signed Yannick and uh for you know for some some edge. Smart pickup. Smart yeah, pickup. I don't hate it. I I definitely don't hate it. Didn't really pan out indie. Kind of disappointing. Uh I think this is one of their best pickups right here. Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills. He's still young. I think that's a that's an anchor guy in the middle of your defense. Uh, they got some offensive line depth. Dan Feeney. I actually got a little bit of a connection with Dan Feeney. I don't know him personally, but uh, nice. uh, kind of he's kind of cool. He's back in Chicago. How about that How about Dan Feeney? Uh, Rasheem Green, a nice young player from the Texans. TJ Edwards from the Eagles. Deontay Foreman from the Panthers. Demarcus Walker from the Titans. Nate Davis, offensive lineman from the Titans as well. And then I think they had a solid draft, Caleb. Um, a couple names. Darnell Wright, uh, their offensive tackle that they took in the first round. Tyreek Stevenson, second-round pick that's really come on in camp and in preseason, cornerback. And then Roshan Johnson, running back uh, that they drafted, I think second or third round as well, um, who could actually see some touches this year. Um, and as far as key departures go, I don't think that they're really missing much. I mean, Riley Reef is gone, now hurt. Angelo Blackson from the middle of that defensive line. David Montgomery. I mean, you got Deontay Foreman and Khalil Herbert. I, Fine.
0: I, yeah, I, I like Montgomery, though.
1: Sure, but I think you can replace that production, though. Uh, Travis Gibson and Kendall Vildor, Sam Mustafer, Armand Watts, all gone. But, again, like I don't feel like you're really missing much. I, I like this. I like the direction that they're headed, Caleb. I like that Justin Fields got some offensive linemen in the offseason, got a true number one wide receiver in the offseason. I like that this defense got better. I'm liking where this is going.
0: That's what jumps off the page, the defense. The defense jumps off the page. I understand people want to talk about, it's exciting to talk about Fields, exciting to talk about D.J. Moore. I'm aware of that, but the defense jumps off the page. Last year's Chicago Bears defense was not a National Football League defense. It was not a National Football League defense. This team was not able to stop and nosebleed. You, you, most people couldn't tell me their names. It was not a good defense last year. They went out. They got some veterans along with this team. I like the Ngakwe pickup for them because I, I mean, if they can even get some sort of glimpse of you know maybe six sacks, seven sacks, I mean that that's that's going to give them something, okay? I mean that's going to give them a, a, some relevance on the D line. I don't. I don't think it's going to be the greatest D line ever, but it's not going to be the end of the world. Where I'm in on is this secondary. This secondary is one of the most underrated secondary units in the National Football League. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson is legit. I'm in on Jalen. Johnson. Gordon's legit. I like Stevenson. I like Brisker, and I think Eddie Jackson's Eddie Jackson. This is this is a nasty secondary. That's a nasty secondary. I mean, I, I love that secondary. That that is a very strong secondary. So that's going to take away the 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 pressure, in my opinion, of the defensive line not being what they should be. Uh, but you know, right off the top, Bryce, I, I like this defense. Eberflus is is trying to put his defensive styling together, and and certainly, it seems like front office uh, made the commitment to him to put the defense defensive personnel better than what it was last year.
1: Mm-hmm. I do like this defense a lot. Uh, I think they got some guys. That linebacking core got strengthened. And that bad, was the weak spot, bad. yeah. After they traded um, Roquan, Roquan yeah. Smith, yeah, they, yeah, after they traded him, we're like, kind of, what are they doing? But things have worked out. They had a lot of cap space. Um, they got DJ Moore. I, I I'm going to talk about the offense, Kayla, because you yeah, know Justin ahead. Fields. That that's my boy. That's my guy.
0: I figured that a,
1: a little a little little uh hate put towards them in this offseason a little bit. They everybody wants to prove it here. Well, guess what? You're about to get proven. And you better be ready because Justin Fields is coming for you. Here's the thing. Justin Fields was not a running quarterback in college much. He he wanted
2: to stay and throw the football. So if he's able to stay and throw the football, plus he's adding in his legs, y'all better watch out. That's all I got to say about that. Y'all better watch out. And Can I like
1: Herbert. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Challenge. There's I not want to challenge. challenge but go I want to challenge. Go ahead. I, I, ahead. I, I, go ahead.
0: I like clown. Fields. But, but I, I, there are some things that are very fair to point out in terms of their what? passing. There,
1: that I mean, he was throwing to nobody? Like,
0: but you act like the DJ Moore addition is going to solve all cures. It's
2: it, Well, he, Here's the here's what I'm adding in it's a formula better offensive line equals more time plus better receivers equals better passing. It's funny. Cause I just, I just love the like you know, go to the the receipt for your practice. I think, I think he
1: had to fair, run for his life. That's I mean, why a, he had so many, rush. it's he a fair 10, formula, but you, you
0: have to Bryce, you have to get more production from one of two players. I mean, Claypool has not been worth what you traded for him last year in the middle of the round. Sure, it just wasn't. Sure, sure, sure. And I mean, I like Mooney a lot. Uh, I think that's, you know, if he can come in and 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 give you that second option, but I, I've i never been a commit guy. And I think they're banking. See, so, yeah, I think on you're going to get proven wrong on that though. Well, they've got to get the, whatever it is, they got to find a second guy, the but, second but he, consistent. But, okay, consistent but, but, second but guy. why?
1: But why? Because all these other top quarterbacks have added one number one wide receiver. And then they've gone to the moon.
0: Because I don't think you can win with just one primary option, Bryce.
2: Why? The Bills are it. doing it. The Bills are doing it. I
0: think the Bills. I mean, Gabe Davis doesn't suck. No, I'm no, don't. I'm not a huge don't, Gabe Davis guy, but he don't, doesn't suck.
1: Don't. No don't, suck. no, don't. No, do not suck. No, don't.
0: And clearly they, they went out and, and, and drafted Kincaid because they didn't think that they had enough uh, passing options.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying taking a step. I'm not saying Chicago Bears to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game. I'm saying taking a step. The Bills took steps. Okay, fine, when what, they got but, Stephon Diggs, fine. But what's the step?
2: The step, what's I think. Step? I think it has to be. I think it. You have to be in the mix this year for playoffs. You notice how much of a jump that is.
1: The I understand, Bryce. I understand that. I understand, but I think you have to be at least in the mix. You have to be a threat. People were going into Chicago when they played the Bears and like we're winning this game, and and those games were close. Justin Fields kept them in those games.
0: I, I, my thing with the Bears is I, I understand think they lost 10, but better. But you're at what people are at. What people are thinking of this team is they're all of a sudden going to go from this three, four win team like this ten win team. Now, I,
1: you know, a lot of these were one-possession games. I don't, spend, I mean,
0: I don't season, see I'm, 10 what? wins,
1: Bryce. New Three York, York one-possession game. Minnesota, one-possession game. Washington, one-possession game. Miami, one-possession game. Detroit, one-possession game. Atlanta, one-possession game.
0: You and I both know not all those are going to get flipped. You and Philly, I both
1: know One-possession
0: game. Bryce, you and I both know not all that. That's,
2: that's seven games. If but they not get all that's going to get flipped.
0: So what? Oh. That, that's six, six, seven wins?
2: I, I, you gotta at six seven wins. I think it's well, six or seven
0: wins. I don't think it's crazy, but the but the but the pressure of this team is like, oh shoot, they're gonna go to the playoffs. They're a nice division bet.
1: And I, I mean, they're, they they have a decent hard. schedule. They they play Tampa Bay. They play Washington. They play Vegas. They play Carolina. They play Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland might be better, but they they
0: play Arizona, right. they play Atlanta. They got wins. I I'm not saying they they can't get wins. I, my I'm the other factor you, the other factor for me is like I I I got a feeling Bryce are going to get too cute with this running back situation. No, I, oh, I, I don't think I, so. I, I, I do. I I have a feeling they're going to get too cute with it. Oh come on. I I I am cute in I, what I, way? Cute in what way? I mean, honestly, I would roll with Herbert or Johnson. I didn't understand the foreman pickup.
1: I okay now I agree with that. I, I mean agree I would with that. And, I think the, and I'm that, afraid that, Foreman's going to that's going to work itself out.
0: Foreman's going to be like McKissick for us, Bryce. He's just going to piss us off. He's just going <laughs> to be. He's going
1: to come in the game for no
0: freaking reason. We're going to sit there and we're going to lose our minds because Khalil <laughs> Herbert and Roshan Johnson, who are proving they have more juice, oh, are going to are going to sit there because Deontay Foreman's going <laughs> to happen. There was a reason, oh, with all the respect to <laughs> Deontay Foreman, there was a reason this guy was bouncing around practice squads for like five, six.
1: Sure, sure, sure. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. But I I really do think like a lot of like every team in this division, like has opportunities. Like, and some of these one score game games flip. This could, this could look like a totally whack division.
0: A hundred percent. And I I mean, it it is a wacky division. I'm not, but I, I think that the expectation of this Chicago Bears team I, I agree with you. They in the mix is a good way to put it. I'm just not as convinced that all of a sudden they're just going to go from this like three, four win team to like a 10 one team. I just don't see. I
1: it. don't think they get 10, but I mean, I, you know, I mean, ten realistic to get eight. I don't know.
0: I think that's realistic. I won't push back on that. I, I mean, because you, you, I, I do think they got better. I do think they got better. And I do think that, you know, once they get footing, maybe Getsy can set up a better plan. For Fields, because um, I think he's under a lot of pressure. I mean, if Getzey sucks, they're letting him go. They could let him go mid-year. Uh, they can't afford for Fields. No, I'm serious. They can't afford for they can't afford to let Fields go over another Bad year. I can't. You and I both know they can't afford it. And and I mean, I I, I genuinely I genuinely think that's going to happen if they can't figure it out. Because you're right, Bryce. If everybody's talking about Fields like he's got this great talent, then it's also on the offensive coordinator to put him in situations where he can throw the ball.
2: Yeah. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a combination of both here. All right, Caleb. God dang, man. Are, you're still not sure? I
0: I think I got it.
1: <laughs> but it's, I think I got it. That's all I'm going to say. I think I got it. We've come to our last final prediction of the, of the offseason before the Lions and the Chiefs kick it off at 820 on NBC.
2: Carrie Underwood, welcome back to my screen. Well, she's not in it anymore. She's not in it anymore? Who is At it? All.
0: Who is it? I have I, to know. it I'm pretty positive they, uh, they're they going in a different direction with the theme Oh, play.
1: they can't. They
0: can't. I'm, I'm,
1: no, she will return to Sunday Night Football in 2023. I'm, 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 That's, I'm, I'm, right. That's right. That's right. Kerry, go,
0: Carrie cannot I'm, be taken I'm, from, I'm from I'm us. Apologize. Look, I'll say this. Here's what
2: I got. Here's what I got. Go four through one. Oh, four through one. Four through one. one. Okay, so number four, I got the Packers. Okay. okay.
0: Number four, I got the Packers. I nailed it last year on the Packers. You guys made me eat dog. I was going to eat crow.
2: Number four, the Packers. Number three, number three, I'm going to go Chicago. Number three, I'm going to go Chicago. Number
0: (laughs) two, I'm going to go Minnesota, and then number one, I'm going to go Detroit. I think Detroit will find a way to win that division and get in the playoffs, and get that, get that fan base high. But I'm not like crazy on them. I'm not going to put them in like 11 wins or something stupid. They're sure. to nine and eight and be competitive and make playoffs.
1: How many playoff teams come out of this division?
2: Uno. Okay, okay. I am going to go. I'm going to go Packers
1: Bears. Vikings, Lions as well. Same one. I I was already thinking that way. Yeah, that's fair. Although I still feel like the Vikings still have the best chance to make the playoffs. I know that sounds weird, but like this, maybe I'm just buying the Lions. I mean, I am am on them. Like, I feel like they're ready to roll. I I want this fan base to to get a taste. I want it so bad for Mm. them. Like, and it's not just because. Part of it is because they suck, but they have they have made good roster moves. They have moved off guys when they should. They haven't spent too long like moving off Okuda and Swift, that's not easy to do.
0: Well, and and moving off the legacy of somebody like Job and best. I mean, that that's that's the other factor for the Lions. I mean, they're 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 trying to move forward as an organization, getting some household names in here and and they got a chance and give gives might give them the chance of running back. He, they, they might, they might be able to move on from Javon best and uh the better Roy Williams. And they might have an opportunity here, Bryce, to take, to get this division and take it.
1: It, it. They do. They do. I'm excited for them. I like golf. I like Amon. Raw. I, I like this team. I hope they succeed. I hope they win big games. Um, I don't know if they're going to beat the Chiefs. I don't know. To me, like I, I'm, I'm really struggling sure with that game, man. Because like Detroit's going to be hype. but if Patrick Mahomes, you know what Patrick Mahomes does? I'm excited to just watch football, Caleb. I'm excited that the season is here. I'm excited we get to do our weekly recaps
2: on Linsanity. But before we go, oh, before we oh, sign man. off, uh. Couple things, a couple podcasts out there.
1: Obviously, Zach is doing some Ahsoka reviews. Uh, he's going solo on those, Circle City Cinema. So give those a listen. He's also got a big Lebowski pod, anniversary pod coming out <laughs> uh, with Alex Purr. So <laughs> give that a listen too. I'm sure that'll be fun. But I want to give the floor to my gracious co host for these division previews. He plugged it earlier, gave us a, a little tease. It is live. I did see it on Twitter already. It is live out there for you to listen. But Caleb, I'm going to give you the floor on this. Introduce your pod. Give us the lowdown on it. Tell us why we should listen. Man,
0: look, I I I think this podcast is just going to be a compliment to what we're doing in football season and in general to what we're 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 trying to build at the network. We understand. That stuff like sports betting is a real thing. It's 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 you know a lot of people's way of of consuming content and looking at content. Uh Zach and I are, are gonna take on that challenge. And, you know, it's gonna talk about NFL, it's gonna talk about uh the NBA, it's it's gonna talk about uh, you know, baseball features, what you name it, we're gonna talk about a lot. And you know, I'm excited about that. I think this podcast is is gonna be great. And again, we're gonna put it out immediately. That's our goal. Um, you know, Wednesday, we're gonna put it right out. Uh, and then obviously this podcast is not gonna change. Uh, my role on the this this podcast is absolutely not gonna change. Um, we're just adding this in and we are excited about the content that is coming out on this note.
1: Great. And what's the name of your new pod?
0: Back shoulder fade.
1: Back shoulder fade. Give it a listen. Um, you know, we we talk betting uh, or we talk odds a lot um around I mean, the water cooler. So yeah. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, interesting ways. You know, some things, you know, I I, I uh, get intrigued every once in a while on those, too. So uh, give that a listen. But, Zach put uh, some
0: funky bets together. I'll say that. Zach I'm put sure some he did. Funky he bets told together. me
1: he had some stuff. He's telling me at work today he had some stuff. So uh, he was excited about it, though. But, yeah, yeah. Give that a listen. Um, And once again, folks, thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for listening to all these division previews and we will see you in season. Thanks for listening, folks.